Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today, we're going to be talking about goats. So James, how's it going? Pretty good. I actually have a little bit of a story this week. Oh yeah? I haven't had one in a while. You already know this, but I've been learning, in quotes, I'll say, Korean on Duolingo. Uh-huh, yeah. Which is a language learning app. You've been hitting it for a while, right? I have. So I currently have a 955-day streak on Duolingo. Dang, that's impressive. <laughs> you basically just have to do like one lesson a day. And this doesn't mean that I know Korean at all. What I would say is I can read Korean, but I can't translate it. I do a lot of like the low-level lessons, and then I'll repeat lessons that I've already done. A lot of days just to keep the streak going. Mm-hmm. But it retains the low-level language information. I'm hoping yeah, I feel is like the idea. Your pronunciation and like able to like read the letters is probably better than mine because I have not taken this approach when I was practicing Korean. Well, two days ago, I decided that I think I'm just going to stop. <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh no! And what Duolingo does is that they give you these like freeze days, so like you don't lose your streaks periodically. I've never mm-hmm. bought a freeze day. You can also buy them, but I've never done that. I haven't dropped a penny into Duolingo. <laughs> okay. So the last two days, it used up my last two freeze days. As of right now, we're 51 minutes away from me losing my 955-day streak on Duolingo. Oh, no. Do you, are, are you sure? You're, do you need to do it real quick? Do we take a little break, let you finish? Maybe in the middle of the podcast. No, I'm just going <laughs> to... No. <laughs> I'm gonna let I think I'm just gonna let it roll. I'm gonna let I'm just let it escape my mind. I'm gonna free myself from this pressure <laughs> of keeping this day streak going on Duolingo. Oh, was it really like weighing on you? Not really. I, I just had like enough days in a row where I was like like I wasn't really looking forward to it anymore and I was just mm. doing it. But um yeah, so I'm gonna feel I think I'm gonna feel good. And after fifty one minutes fifty minutes now, I'm gonna feel pretty good about myself. All right. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> Don't worry about learning Korean anymore. I'll get back to it eventually, maybe. And hopefully retain the basics. <laughs> you did put enough time into the basics. Hopefully they'll stick around. <laughs> That's it for me, Sarah. What's up with you? Oh, this week I I went to, we'll call it a weird event. A place I didn't expect to be, but I went to a meat bingo, which is... What was that word? Meat. Meat. Like, Sorry, briefly, we'll have to talk about oh, animal flesh for a second. Just to give you the context of the vibe. It's it's bingo where the prizes are meat from the local grocery store. I guess it's the stuff that they're like, mm, it's going to go bad in a couple of days. We'll just give it away uh, at okay. bingo night. But that's not the important part. <laughs> so I have a friend who goes to this like every week to hang out with his mom. And he grew up in a more rural part of the world than I have and um, so that's where this is located and he was talking about it with some other friends of ours and, and they got real excited and decided they wanted to go and so I got I got swept up into it and I found myself at meet bingo the moment I walked in the door it felt like there were a million old ladies just staring us down like what are you doing here yeah. you're not normally here you're on their turf exactly it was very intimidating and my friend who normally goes wasn't there yet so then we go to like pay for stuff and pick up uh, the boards and we don't know anything except for the very limited information our friend has given us. 
And the, the ladies that were working the table just sassed the crap out of us. I was not prepared for the amount of it. They were like, <laughs> we were told to order a 10-4, which we didn't know what it meant, but we just knew that that was a reasonable amount of bingo. And they're like, look, you count the things and then you get 10-4. And I'm like, I still don't understand, but okay. 10-4, <laughs> that's like if you, uh, I don't know, it's cop lingo, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's for like yeah i got you or i understand or whatever yeah um but i did not understand the bingo <laughs> numbers maybe they were trolling you with the 10 4 oh no they were well they were trolling us in that we didn't know what it was and <laughs> they were mm, yeah they the no mercy these old ladies were just in it to to give us shit the whole time and then they figured out my friend who we were waiting for and they're like oh him he's always late now, it was 6 o'clock. This thing starts at 6.30, and he shows up at 6.15, and they have a grudge against him <laughs> because he oh, shows yeah. up, quote-unquote, late. That's classic old people time yep. stinks. And, and then also, <laughs> like, it seems like everybody has almost assigned seats, basically, so we couldn't just go and sit down. Like, somebody had to escort us and try to find us seats. And then, like, we couldn't, we ended up not really being able to sit with my friend because we couldn't find enough seats together. And then the ladies next to us didn't want to move their stuff off of the chairs we were going to use, but then eventually <laughs> relented. And then finally, the bingo begins, and the lady who calls the number comes up and gives this speech about, like, oh, it, we're having more people than we've ever had before, which is great because this is for, you know, a good cause. She kept talking about how it was for a good cause. I still don't know what the good cause was for, but apparently all the money went to a good cause. And she was like, you, you need to let people sit next to you. And I was like, oh, we, we caused this speech. Like We disrupted the ecosystem <laughs> of bingo. And yeah, she was just talking really sternly about the rules. Like I had not had such a talking to since like I was in school. Like it was intense. Jeez. And then after that, it was like a million rounds of bingo. And we left halfway through because I do not have that kind of bingo stamina. My brain turned to mush, and then I was like, okay, it's time to go. But it was an intense experience, so that was my week. Jesus, sounds terrible. <laughs> it was fun, but also kind of intimidating, but also fun to people watch. And, and oh, another thing I didn't realize happened is when, like, certain numbers got called, like, people would say a thing together. Like, I think if you called 049, everybody would be like, oh, K forty nine. I forget what it was, but they said something, and then like there was a a train whistle for like twenty two, and there was a weird slide whistle for sixty nine because you know the old ladies like the sex number, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and it was a weird, it was a weird thing I didn't expect. Wow. It was amusing, but I don't have the stamina for like that on a regular basis because just finding numbers over and over like they went real fast between each round like as soon as somebody <laughs> called bingo they're like all right on to the next i did not win i did not anticipate winning so it was okay i don't know this is this is gross yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay interesting so yeah that was my week <laughs> cool not so cool but okay <laughs> <laughs> the meat part was not the important part that was just the the level setting of the vibe but uh it was mostly a <laughs> encounter with a bunch of old ladies whose evening i was accidentally disrupting all right well i have some check-ins this week you want to hear my check-ins absolutely all right so the last two podcasts we did were on the same show yes 
we talked a lot about Harley Quinn for a long time. <laughs> and we actually haven't talked for two weeks because we recorded those two podcasts in one sitting. Yes. So it's been a while. Yeah. But for anybody who hasn't heard about the last two episodes or hasn't listened to them yet, we talked about Harley Quinn for the last two episodes of the podcast. And in those two episodes, we we Sarah and I had a little bit of a debate between two, there was a love triangle going on in that show and we had a little bit of a debate over who was the better match or like life partner for one of the characters in the show and i was on the side of a character named kite man i think kite man's awful <laughs> and sarah was on the eventual obvious right choice for the show which is harley herself mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah but shortly after we finished that podcast 2 weeks ago <laughs> We were we did some poking around the internet, <laughs> and I believe Sarah actually found this that HBO Max has already announced back in April that they've greenlit a Harley Quinn spinoff centered around <laughs> Kite Man. <laughs> so, so ridiculous. I think at least well well Sarah overall just like was very negative about Kite Man throughout the entire <laughs> entire two podcasts we did and I was very positive on Kite Man and I I just feel like I won if they're making a show about the guy <laughs> like he can't be that bad if they're making a show about him I mean let's see how the show turns out <laughs> it's gonna that, be good I think it, maybe <laughs> big solid maybe uh okay okay i i gotta say though like i looked up the or like kite man's origin story in actual comics and it's weird like batman forced him to go undercover as like one of the joker's minions because he had previously designed the joker mobile and then the riddler found out and poisoned his son by like putting poison on the rope of his son's favorite kite which killed the kid and then he decided he would be kite man <laughs> that's like not the vibe of Kite Man and Harley Quinn at all. Yeah, yeah. Kite Man's just like comedy relief and he's actually like he's like a gym bro, but he's like a nice guy. Yeah, but it seems like Kite Man in comics like goes hard and is dark and very upset. I, I don't care about Kite Man outside of this <laughs> Harley Quinn show. But I don't think that Kite Man's nemesis is Condiment King. Like I don't think that's the same <laughs> vibe at all. Speaking of Condiment King. Oh, Another subplot of the two Harlequin podcasts was that we found out something about Sarah. What did we find out about me? <laughs> we found out that you would you would not date somebody whose nemesis had a condiment themed. Uh, okay, that's, villain I don't think name. I ever said that, but like. But you wouldn't, right? Generally, I don't think I want to date anybody who has a nemesis and has to dedicate that amount of time to <laughs> to that. That doesn't feel like a good time. I'm very anti-nemesis. But if their nemesis was Condiment King, that uh, that wouldn't cut the mustard for you. Oh, oh no. That's it. Podcast over. No matter how much <laughs> they tried to catch up to you, you would just keep running. How many of these did you prepare ahead of time? Of really, <laughs> You wouldn't really relish good. the opportunity to date them, would you? <laughs> oh. You would say, may you get away from me. That was a stretch. <laughs> Tartar forever. Oh no! Well, I would say none of these things because I don't like <laughs> puns either. Uh, three of those I stole directly. Well, not the exact <laughs> context of them, but I stole them from Condiment King himself in Harley Quinn. The other ones oh. I came up with on my own. <laughs> you, you're really dedicated. I'll give you that. 
<laughs> but okay. That's the only check-in I have. <laughs> Do you have anything else? No, I think I'm I'm ready to talk about this show. Finally, we get to talk about a show that I picked. Yes. And what are we talking about, Sarah? We're talking about Ghosts. That's the BBC show Ghosts, which is on HBO Max, not the American version, which is on something else that I haven't seen. The American version is on CBS, ah. but you can watch it on Paramount Plus, and I believe it's free on Paramount Plus. Now it might be okay. it might be with commercials, but I don't I don't even think you need a subscription to watch this show in particular on Paramount Ooh. Plus. Did you watch the? Oh, I watched both versions of the show to prep for this podcast. You're more responsible than I am. I did not watch the American version. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I I won't talk about the American version until after, at the end. Okay. Uh, But the BBC version came out in 2019. It currently has three seasons, which are only about six or seven episodes per season. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. And I think there's also like maybe a Christmas special at the end of some, if not all of the seasons. It's probably the second and third. Because I think the second and third are seven episodes. Ah, okay. That makes sense. And they're about 30-minute episodes Yep. on HBO Max without commercials. And for this podcast, we watched the first two episodes. Yes. The U.S. version of the show came out two years later in 2021. So BBC was the OG. As it frequently is. <laughs> Unless the show is already a uh, recycled thing from oh, long ago. Be. I have no I idea. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Okay, episode one, an old lady in a broken down house is sleeping in her bed. We later find out that she's 99 years old, I believe. Very old, very old. Very old. And then the house is, seems like abandoned, mostly like it's it's in disrepair. There's a deep fog outside. It's a little spooky. But it's like, it's an old and big, like fancy house. right? Yeah, like a fancy British manor or whatever. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people. Standing around this bed, watching this woman sleep. I watched the BBC version first, and then the USA version. But I had seen commercials for the USA version. Mm-hmm. So I already knew that these characters were ghosts. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess if you didn't know, you might not know that they're ghosts from the start. I don't know if they were trying to be sneaky about that at all. I think they were a little bit, because the first ones you see are the ghosts who are a little bit less obvious in the ways they died. You know, they they don't have any, like, active wounds. Oh, like the first that they, like, zoom in on in the room? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But these ghosts are, like, they're just normal-looking people, but they are ghosts. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they just appear. They don't have, like, you can't see through them in the show. People walk through them, but they don't appear (laughs) ghost-like unless you know that they're ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just, like, standing around the bed, and they're, like, talking about how she's about to die, basically. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just waiting to see what happens. They're almost, like, they're, like, rooting for her to die, actually, I think. Well, I think they're, like, interested in something being different, right? Like, yeah. either they're going to, like, get a new friend to hang out with all the time, or the house will be empty and they can just go about their business. Yeah, because the idea is that these ghosts have been around in this house for, like, forever, so they probably watched this 99-year-old woman for like probably some of them like, their life, entire yeah. lives yeah yeah so it's definitely. like it's like the conclusion of the 99 year story that they've been watching or whatever i think some of them are taking bets on if she'll be a ghost or not oh is that what that was i missed what they were betting uh but yeah so she's gonna die in her sleep and then her ghost form or like soul form actually comes out of her body and it, it actually looks like what you would think a ghost would look like like it's yeah. see-through 
Oh, hovery and spooky, yeah. And then they like they start talking to her soul, and they're like kind of being friendly with it. The old lady's soul is like a little confused, but then right in the middle of the conversation, it gets interrupted, and her soul just gets like sucked straight up in the air. She just bamps away. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like implying that she was going to heaven, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh darn, she didn't become a ghost," because <laughs> I guess yeah. they wanted another ghost <laughs> in the house. Is that true? I think so. The vibe I get from the rest of the show is that mostly they're just bored. And so having somebody new around would, you know, change things up a little bit. Hmm. Do you have anything else from this scene? Well, this is where you get introduced to the fact that, you know, some of them are a little spookier than others. Like there is one guy who uh, he's carrying his head around in his hands because he got decapitated. There's another guy that like had an arrow shot through his neck and they're all clearly from like different time periods. Okay. Well you, I think you probably know the names of all these characters. Oh yeah. If you want to go I, through all the, ghosts, I do not, I can go. Oh, you do not want to go through all the ghosts. Oh no, no. I do not know the <laughs> names, but I'm going to go through them with how I've labeled them and you can okay. correct me or try to get, I will to add their names. extra information where necessary. Okay. All right. The first one I have is there's the great grandmother to the 99 year old lady. Yes. This is lady Stephanie Fanny button fanny i didn't know her name and she's just looks like a super old great-grandmother <laughs> i would just say nothing yeah, crazy like, nothing crazy going on with her yeah she's just like a stuffy like edwardian rich lady like like you'd expect her to she's exactly what you'd expect her to be by looking at yeah, her like she also grew up in this house yes is the idea and then there's a caveman guy his name is robin robin okay yes I'm not going to remember any of these names, but that's, that's okay. all right. <laughs> yeah, caveman guy. And he looks like, yeah, he just looks like like the Geico commercial caveman. Essentially. Yes, yeah. definitely. And then there's a Shakespeare guy. Is that a fair representation of this guy? You mean the, the guy who is doing poetry all the time? Or the yeah, yeah. Okay. The guy, the guy who's doing poetry. Yes, that is Thomas. Okay. Over dramatic. And I think he was shot to death or something. At the end of this first scene, he's going to, like, go into spewing Shakespeare poetry or whatever, and everybody is immediately annoyed with him. Oh, yeah. They are done with his poetry. He's been around a little too long. They're, they're over yeah. it. Um, and there's a headless guy. Yes. Except, except he's holding his head. So sometimes it can be on his head if he, like, balances it properly. But he frequently does not and drops it, and then his body can't find his head again. And it's a recurring bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then there's a Boy Scout guy who has an arrow going through his neck. <laughs> yes, that is Pat. And he is from the 80s. I'm assuming he was like a troop master of some sort. Yes. I don't know. Do they have Boy Scouts in Britain? Well, some equivalent. I don't remember if the name was different. But yeah, he's basically a scout leader. Okay. And then there's a military guy. And... He might be a Nazi. Is that true? No, he's not a Nazi. He's, <laughs> he's not a, a Nazi. Okay. He's a World War II British Army officer. Okay. He doesn't actually have it. He's just the captain. They don't give him a real name. Okay. There was a bit of a scene where he was like very excited by like War World II stuff being on the TV at some point. And it yeah. made it seem to me like he got really excited when they like talked about Hitler. Oh, I thought he was just really excited when they were talking about tanks. Yeah, but I, I thought they were like Hitler's tanks or Germany's tanks. I don't know. I, I thought like, okay, he was a little too excited about it. <laughs> I thought he might have been a Nazi. Okay, that's that makes sense, though, if he's British. It's a much more likable character than if he were a Nazi ghost. 
And then there's a, I wrote down that he's a business suit guy. And then later realized that this character is also not wearing pants. Yes, he's the pantsless politician. Oh, politician. Yeah. So he's wearing like a suit jacket with all the normal stuff up top, but he has no pants on. Yes, he's from the 90s. I think he is the youngest of the ghosts in the house. And then there's a Victorian dressed woman. Uh, Kitty, the like really excited sweet one. Sure. <laughs> I I have next to her name. It's like, is she... Is she supposed to be dumb? I mean, I can't tell. She is a bit simple. Okay. Yeah. But she's just like really cheerful and yeah, a little dumb, probably. It's fair. Okay. And then there's, I don't know how to describe this one. There's like a cleaning maid woman, but later it made it seem like she might have been burned for being a witch. Yes. She's Mary. Mary was burned for being a witch, but doesn't like to talk about it. And she's actually dumb. I mean, they're all they're all uneducated. She's educated to the level of a peasant from her time period, which is like pre seventeen hundreds. Now, do you do you know for sure that she was burned for being a witch? Do you know uh, for yes. sure? Yes. Okay, because there's a point there. There's a point where she accuses somebody of being a witch, which made it seem like she was maybe she got like burnt in an accident when she was trying to burn a witch's. <laughs> But I guess that was just supposed to be like British humor, like her being burned for being a witch, accusing somebody of being a witch. Is that the well, idea? Well, I think the idea is that she was falsely burned for being a witch. Like, well, of course, she, everybody but, was. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, but at the, you know, she would have probably been caught up in the fervor of finding witches before it got turned on her, you know, like, so she had a similar feeling about potential witches. I wasn't sure if it was an inconsistency or if it was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's our intro to the ghost in that first scene cut to a couple is looking for a place to stay and they're just looking for a little flat nothing too fancy and the flat they are in they are looking at is certainly small and and not too fancy and they're not liking it yeah they they look outside and they just the view is just of a restaurant across the street and it's called buddy's fish and pizza and that sounds really <laughs> unappetizing <laughs> But yeah, they're having no luck. But then the wife gets a call and finds out that she's inherited a house. And would you believe it, Sarah? It's the same house. Going to be the house <laughs> that all the ghosts are in. Yeah. <laughs> I love this part, though, because like she gets a call and the guy's like, I'm calling about a house. And she's like, we can't afford a house. We're just looking at flats. And he's like, it's not for sale. And then she gets mad at him. She's like, why are you calling? And then hangs up on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah, it turns out that the old woman who died at the very beginning was um, this woman's distant, distant, distant relative. And then, yeah, so they're meeting with, I guess, what do you call these people? Um, oh, it, it's a lawyer, but it, what do they call it? Solicitor is, I think, what they call them. In yeah, the, so, and she's like figuring out the whole reason why she's inheriting the house. And then the, the lawyer mentions the name Button. And then that gets like a big reaction from the wife, which... I thought it was weird. Like, I thought, like, it was going to mean more than she just recognized the name. I thought it was, like, I thought she was, like, going to be aware of something about the house, like, something special about the house. But I, it turns out she isn't. <laughs> I think it's um, that he said that the woman who died was Lady Button. So she's like, oh, wait, there's, like, nobility in my family line or whatever. And that's oh, what she got, like, okay. excited about. And then I think the wife does. I'm not sure. They They decide, like. Oh, maybe they can live in the house and repair it. 
Yeah, the lawyer assumes that they're going to like sell it because it's a big, it's too much house and it needs a lot of fixing. But I think like both of them just start getting super excited and ahead of themselves and they're like, oh, we could quit our jobs and fix this place up and then turn into a hotel and make money ourselves. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> they, they really don't take any time to plan this. They're just like, yes, let's do it. Let's go. So that's their plan. And we cut back to the house. And I have that the, the caveman and the business guy, <laughs> the no pants guy, they're playing chess, but they have like five pieces for the entire chessboard. The thing is, they can't touch anything. They can't move anything. So they're like basically memorizing where they're putting everything and playing that way. But what's great is like, you no, know, regardless of how long they've been there, like the caveman, like refers to things in simple ways like it's not like he learns the names of the pieces he's just like the horsey guy goes padoop 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 like he doesn't like advance <laughs> his language over time so i guess they're actually playing mental chess yeah which is kind of impressive actually mm -hmm. yeah i got confused because the caveman wins by doing a checkmate where he just like moves up a pawn two pieces i believe and I, that didn't seem like a legitimate or <laughs> you can get a checkmate that way but it seems very unlikely, <laughs> but okay. Maybe they're just really bad at chess, both of them, so who knows? If I was making a uh, a TV show where there was going to have a mental chess match, and then there was going to be a move for checkmate, moving the pawn up two spaces would not be the move that I would have uh, scripted. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so, okay, I, I was thinking about, like, the, what's the, uh, the physics of these ghosts a little bit, because... <laughs> They can, oh, yeah. they can sit in chairs and lie in beds. And stand on floors, like on the second floor, but they go through walls and they can't move things. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's fine. It's a comedy. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they do like hover around like ghosts, but when they're doing that, they're kind of like not aware of it. I don't know. Mm. We get a couple of scenes where they're like actually floating like ghosts. But yeah, we, 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 we basically get the idea that, you know, the ghosts have been together for a very long time and they have like scheduled events with each other where one of them will get to like tell a story to the group, but they've heard everybody's story like thousands, hundreds of times, whatever. <laughs> Except for Mary's witch trial story. They ask for that and she's like, no, not ready. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> And, like, anytime anybody talks about oh, witches or, like, things that are on fire, like, she's got, like, smoke that kind of pops off of her a little bit. It's, like, the one, like, ghostly effect that sort of happens on the regular. Oh, uh, okay. I did notice the smoke. I didn't realize it was related to any of the conversation. I thought it was just always. Yeah, but, like, to put a, like, given a good idea of the kind of stories they are they're at, like, they, if the plan for tomorrow is Kitty is going to tell them about the first time she ate an egg. Like, they're down to the, like, nitty-gritty of stories between each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy to say that they're pretty much bored of each other. Yeah. Which gives you the sense already that, like, I think we find out later, but they are, like, confined to this house. They cannot leave the property, I believe. That's correct. So the mecha ghost mechanics of this show is, like, wherever you die is where you have to... You ha you're restricted to the property line of that resident that you died <laughs> in, I guess. I don't know. Yes. And you're stuck looking like exactly what you looked like when you died. And then something weird is going on with Fanny, the great-grandmother. Because she is, like, reliving her death every night. Like, at a certain stroke of the clock. I don't know if it's midnight or what it is. Like, 
she becomes like almost possessed in a way like she can't control herself and she floats to like the second floor window and then jumps out the window and screams like really really loud it like wakes everybody up every night which has happened for a long time but now is only really being talked about because the captain has recently moved to that side of the building because that's where the old lady had died and now a room was freed up and so now he is upset that she is waking him up because apparently ghosts also sleep, which I also didn't anticipate. And then we get, we cut to the couple, and they're in the car, and they're driving to the house. I love it. When the shot is outside the car, there's this, like, orchestral music, and it's a very classy drive. And then it cuts to them in the car, and they're singing pop music badly. Like, the <laughs> subtitles were just, like, unintelligible singing. <laughs> And then it'll cut back out and it'll be the classy music again. And then back in, it's a different song that they're butchering. And it's great. Just to contrast, you know, them between like the countryside they're driving through. My note from this scene was that the wife looks like Rashida Jones, who is Ann Perkins from Parks and Rec or Karen from The Office. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a vibe. I, yeah, I can see that. Also, her name in the show is Allison and her husband is Mike. I don't know that we talked about that. Okay. Yet, but... I think I picked up on Allison at some point. I never found out the husband's name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they have all of their things packed into their car. So they are they are moving in today. And um, Mike like drives down like this long driveway. And he's like, I think this is here. And she starts this whole spiel about like, oh, it feels like I know every tree. And like, I've been here before. And, and they get to the end of the driveway. And he's like, oh, no, this is the wrong place. She's like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a classic British humor moment. Yeah, she's really like romanticizing the whole thing about, you know, keeping this house and the family and whatever, but it's it's just silly. <laughs> and then um Fanny is like about to tell a secret of the night she died. Yes, but like everybody's like disregarding her and cutting her off and then the couple show up. Yes, yeah, so they roll up and they get out of the car and all the ghosts are like <laughs> like peep, peep, peeping on them like out the window. <laughs> Yep. And uh, I think it's the Boy Scout ghost and the Shakespeare ghost are like, wow, the, that lady is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, specifically, yeah. Thomas the poet is just like smitten with her immediately. And then meanwhile, the captain is like checking out Mike. Yeah, yeah. The military guy. Yeah. yeah. I guess I wasn't 100% sure, but it, it seemed immediately that they were implying that the military guy is gay. Is it? Yeah, is that yeah. accurate? Okay. That is accurate, but or it shows some, up in later episodes. Some yeah. kind of queer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of queer. Yeah. Well, you could be bisexual. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not into the wife, but into the husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are lots of options. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they walk in and um, yeah, neither of them can see the ghosts. They're right in front of them. They do this fun thing where they'll like show them just looking at an empty room and then they'll cut to a different camera angle and it's just like the ghosts are around them or right in front of them and just it's it's great <laughs> yeah so they're like wandering through the house and the ghosts are just following them around and talking about them right oh, behind judging their backs them so yeah. hard yeah <laughs> especially fanny because like this is her house and like her family line or whatever and she's just like no she's not a lady a lady would never show her knees <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh, I think at some point they actually like, pass through one of the ghosts and it it makes the ghosts feel like really weird when people yeah. walk through them, <laughs> even though they walk through walls and it's, it's fine. But when people walk through them, it's, <laughs> it seems very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It gives them the heebie jeebies. 
Uh, and then Mike and Allison are talking to each other. And they're like, you know what we should do? We should make it into a hotel. And all the ghosts are like, no, that's <laughs> the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know why they get so upset about this. You would think it would be a lot more interesting if they had different people coming and going all the time. But no, they want the house empty. Yeah, they seem to like like some level of entertainment from the living world. But I guess if it was a hotel, like they wouldn't be able to like sleep in their beds when they want to and sit yeah, in the I chairs they want true. to because they're going to get like yeah. walked through all the time. That's probably it, yeah. But yeah, you would think they'd be so bored that they would just be like <laughs> like, did they actually need to sleep, these ghosts? Is that a thing? They make it seem like it's a thing. Yeah, they make it seem like they got they got to sleep. <laughs> but so what's a ghost to do when somebody's about to turn your home into a hotel? You kill Obviously, them. Obviously you decide to kill the people. <laughs> They quickly, they quickly though realize that they actually can't kill. Them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because they're standing over their bed while they're asleep in the bed, just talking about how they should kill them. Yeah, but then they come to the conclusion that they should just decide to haunt them instead, because <laughs> they are ghosts. Yes, they can't kill, but they can haunt. <laughs> and then they go through all of their special skills. So Robin, the caveman, can do that thing with the lights and it's basically he struggles real hard and then he can make them kind of flicker it's very spooky <laughs> yeah all their powers are like super lame mary's thing is like she's like when i walk through people they smell burning yeah and we're like okay yeah and then they find like there's a little plagued girl who they, like, we have not seen before who just likes to sing and creep people out so she shows up for a little bit yeah, that was weird. That was the little girl is like legitimately creepy. And I felt yeah. like it wasn't really an attempt to be funny, but maybe it was like British humor. I couldn't understand it. <laughs> well, she's so creepy, she creeps the other ghosts out. Like, oh, is that what it was? They're also okay. just like, Ooh. and then uh, our pantsless politician can move things, but he has to try really, really hard. Yeah. The extent of his power is that he's like, he like, tenses up really focuses and then he was able to like push a cup off the edge of the table yeah and i think specifically he's like well i've only tried it with cups but yeah. it probably works with other things too. yeah 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 <laughs> so they all line up and try to scare allison the next day and just none of it works just she's just like mm, it's an old house lights are flickery mm, somebody must be burning toast whatever not phased at all yeah and then the businessman i i thought this was the best part was the not not when the businessman first moved the cup, but he tries to knock over a vase. Which is much bigger than the which cup. Which is much bigger than the cup. And they set it up so well, like he's like the ace in the hole for the whole plan. Mm -hmm. And they they had to have like some sort of music to go along with it that made it funny. And he basically like can't move it while she's in front of her. And then after she walks by, he like barely wobbles it. <laughs> this is a part where like subtitles really add to it. Because they're cutting back and forth between, like, the perspective of the ghosts. And they're all shouting, like, yeah, come on, do it. And then it goes to her perspective where it's silent. And anytime that would happen, the subtitles would just be like, no ghost sounds. <laughs> okay. And that got me. I don't know. It was funny. But the, the creepy little girl, though, like, she she actually, like, could make the living hear her, right? Yes, but I think Mike, like, plugged in some loud speakers and started playing some music, like, right when she started singing. Yeah, but that would have legitimately creeped them out if they, yes. like, tried it a second time. <laughs> like, when there wasn't music being played mm -hmm. in the house. It was just kind of, like, 
this was our one go. Now we've given up. Yeah, we've given up. Like they're definitely gonna play music again when we try. Like I don't know. Everything else like should have failed, and then that would have definitely have worked. But for some reason, they don't try it again. I think they're probably too spooked by her and want her to go away anyway. So they, uh, yeah, no go on the first attempt of haunting. No. Nope. I have here that the Shakespeare guy is gonna be like spying on the wife while she's in the shower. Oh yeah, he's a real creeper. He's very interested in the wife. Mm-hmm. He w- he was definitely interested in the killing them plan because he wants her to die so they can be together. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Not a great start to a relationship, if if you ask me. But then Mike and Allison are going to go down to the basement because I think there's a whole thing where the the boiler isn't working, so like the shower was like cold water, right? Yes. And the basement is legit spooky. Like, if they had tried to do their haunting stuff on the way to the basement, I think they would have had more success. I I was wondering, do the ghosts upstairs ever go to the basement? Yeah. Well, there's definitely, like, they know about the ghosts in the basement. And the ghosts of the basement come up at some point, but then they decide they prefer the basement. So this whole episode of, like, should the basement ghosts get to live in the rest of the house? I was wondering what the rules were with these... (laughs) difference in yeah so there's we've met all these ghosts that are living throughout the house but when you go into the basement and they turn the lights on you see there's a bunch of like really creepy ghosts they kind of look like zombies a bit because they all have like some sort of skin issues like going on with their face basically they're all plague victims and this was a big like mass grave for plague victims and that's Uh, kind of why they hang out in the basement yeah i I don't know why they're only allowed to be in the basement (laughs) at this point yeah, it's just where they hang out. But they know the boiler really well. But unfortunately, they cannot communicate that to, to Mike and Allison. Yeah, so there's going to be this whole kind of gag throughout these first two episodes where, like, the husband really wants to do a lot of, like, the fixing up by himself. Mike does. But he is not good at it. But he just thinks, like, he can YouTube everything. Mm-hmm. But this boiler is, like, you know, hundreds of pre-YouTube. years old. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, definitely pre-YouTube. Um, so he's not having much success whenever he tries to fix it. And then the the ghosts that he can't see are just behind him being like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. And she's like, do you even know what you're doing? Like, what's that thing? And he's like, yeah, it's the thing I'm a bob that does the whatever. And somebody behind him like, no, it's the, it says the very technical word for whatever this part is. <laughs> just correcting him every step of the way. So, what, yeah. So what confused me about these basement ghosts also is that like, you can't really see them because it's so dark in the basement. But then they, they turn like the pull light on. And mm-hmm. it turns on one light in the basement, and all the ghosts in the basement are like really happy when the light is on. <laughs> and then it's a whole like thing when people leave. It's just like oh, they they get sad again when they turn the lights off. So that's why I was like, why can't they just go upstairs or have uh have the pantsless guy come down and try to turn the light on for them? Yeah, they just end up preferring it down there. There's a whole episode where it's like, no, we want to live upstairs, and then. They decide, no, it's not for us. We'll go back to the basement. They prefer to live down there even when it's dark, even though they're sad about it. (laughs) Okay. But then for some reason, Allison is on the second floor and she's like, she's like her whole torso is like out the window. I think she saw like a bird's nest on the roof or something. Yeah. Previously, they had like a pigeon in their bedroom and she was trying to figure out where its nest was or so that way she could make it go away, basically. So she sees a little bit of nest and is trying to like get a better look. And just hangs full half out of this this window, like with reckless abandon. Yeah, and then the uh, the pantsless guy <laughs> that can move stuff. 
if he tries really hard. He comes by and he kind of like creepily looks in the room when she's like bent over out the window. And I thought he was just like <laughs> perving on her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought was going on. <laughs> but then he actually took it upon himself to like use his power to like tip her so that she fell, she falls out the window. Now they don't show him actually pushing her, which is a little weird. Uh, it seems like a gray area that the show might come back to later. Hmm. They did. They chose not to show him actually pushing her. They just kind of yes. showed his hands out and then her falling. And then after it happens, all the other ghosts are like, did you kill her? Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you like, can't believe that he actually killed her. Yeah, after they had had all those conversations about we should kill them, then suddenly it's just like, how could you kill? I think throughout this, like, following them around, they kind of start to like them a little bit, mm-hmm. even though they don't want it to be a hotel. Yeah. And then I still can't tell if the guy like admits that he pushed her out or I don't know. I thought it was weird. He, he very much tries to talk around it because like he senses that people are not into the idea that he pushed her out. So he's like doing a very like politician double speak thing. Oh, okay. he's like, oh, who knows what happened? Or, you know, he's just, OK. That makes sense. Yeah. If he's a politician. Gotcha. OK. But yeah, the wife gets um, she also hit her head pretty good. Um, and she's actually. Yeah. She's not going to die, but she is taken to the hospital. And I believe at some point we find out that she was actually technically dead for like three minutes or something like that. Yes. Yes. But before we find that out, like Fanny gets very angry at the idea of a woman being pushed out of a window and finally confesses that the way she died was her husband pushed her out of a window after she caught him cheating on her. And most of the ghosts go, oh, yeah, yeah, I watched that happen. Because they were there. It wasn't a big reveal that she thought it was. Wait, your big secret was something that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them had seen it, but, you know, the ghosts are older than her. Yeah. And they realize that if they mess with the clock and they get um our pantsless politician who can move things to just, like, mess with the clock so that way she jumps out in the morning because it makes its chime noise at a different time. So now everybody's happy and can sleep, I guess. Yeah, so she's basically like the she's like the rooster in the morning now. They just set it to whenever they actually want to <laughs> yeah. get up. Yeah, yeah. So we find out that the wife actually was technically dead for a little bit, but she's fine. How long was she in the hospital for? I think they said like two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. And so during this time, her husband had gotten like the house survey back, so he saw everything that was really wrong with it. And so when they're on the way back to the house. He's like, okay, so good news, bad news. Bad news is house needs a lot of repairs and it's going to be really, really expensive. Good news is I took out a big loan and we have builders on the way. Yeah, this was like super unreasonable by the husband. <laughs> yes. This was like, geez. Like he puts them in, he basically bankrupts them. They're yep. all in on this property. Um, and he did it while the wife was not able to uh Yeah, while she was in a coma. It. Oh, she was in a coma. coma. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And the wife is not totally happy with this and very scared of this prospect of mm-hmm. having their entire fortune on the line of this house. Because that's a reasonable response to that. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> not a big fan of this husband so far <laughs> in the show. Yeah, so far he seems very um, incapable of a lot of, of things, you know? He's, he's not repairing well and he's not, yeah, not... He seems like not yeah. a good partner, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote down that uh they do another like storytelling scene with the ghosts mm-hmm. and the the ghost that got burned to death. 
Mm-hmm. She's she's telling her story, but her story is just a, a how to milk a cow. Yes. But she like, I thought this was funny. Like she didn't know the name of any of the cow parts, <laughs> so she's talking. So she's like, you have like your front bit over there where like, where like it does the chewing or something. Yeah, it's like referring to the mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I could not do her accent or the way oh. she talks justice, no, but yeah. uh, I did think I did think it was funny. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. Oh, the the husband actually like had a bunch of construction workers show up the same day that <laughs> the wife gets out of the coma. Yes. So they're all like coming into the house with them. And then the wife or no, the, the, the guy with no pants is like on the staircase or something, I think. And she like looks at him as like, Oh, Hey. Yeah. I think she tells him he should be, she tells him to wear a hard hat because everybody's been told to wear a hard hat. Yeah. And he's just like, she sees me. Oh my gosh. His eyes go like really wide and he like runs away to tell all the other ghosts what just <laughs> happened. And I think that's the end of episode one, is it? Um, well, I think all the other ghosts start like coming through the walls at one point. Oh, and she's spook her. Yeah. <laughs> she's talking to her husband, I think. Right. Yeah. She's panicking about their whole money situation. But then she suddenly sees like a bunch of ghosts come through the wall and, and screams. And that's the end. Okay. Interesting interesting episode one yeah i like the um like the the premise of the show so i have an important question to ask you though okay which is, <laughs> do you actually believe in ghosts oh um uh I, I mean i'd say no i'm not against the thought of it but i'm not gonna use any of my mental capabilities into worrying about it you know yeah i um 100 percent don't believe in ghosts but low-key i think my house is a little haunted just because that spooky. doesn't make sense i know it doesn't make sense but i have a room in my house that feels like it doesn't belong to me and it just gets creepy in there sometimes and it's just because it's an old building and there's probably like a super concentrated gas leak or something but uh you know i hear a lot of weird noises and it's it's spooky but okay. i do not believe in ghosts it, it's it's cool to think they're out there but <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna commit time of my life to worry about them but if you did move in a house and suddenly you started seeing people coming through walls, would you stay in that house? Oh, now these ghosts aren't particularly scary. Um, I wouldn't say the wife's reaction is unreasonable, but I don't know. She doesn't like, <laughs> she doesn't just be like, she doesn't like say hi to them or like try to engage with them in any way is like not mm-hmm. her reaction. I feel like I want, I want to say that I would like think like oh that was a cool trick walking through walls and then like interact with these normal looking people (laughs) (laughs) i don't know she jumps immediately to ghosts you know well they did come through the wall what if they're just really good magicians you know i (laughs) think i believe in magicians less than ghosts i don't know (laughs) how do you what do you mean you don't believe in magicians well i mean like they do illusions and they, do they illusions, exist. Yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> what do you mean? But I mean, like, I wouldn't believe that they came through like the wall. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some crazy illusionists out there. I guess that's true. I don't know why they'd be in this house, but you know, these ghosts aren't like if they're, if these were like, I don't know, scary monster looking ghosts, I'd run for my life. <laughs> but just uh, normal people. But they're just normal people. Like, I don't know if I'd, I'd be like, I'd be like, who are you or something? You know, like I wouldn't scream, I don't think. A random person shows up in my house, I'm 100% going into panic mode. 
she wasn't alone either. That's the thing. Like her yeah. husband was right there. Now he couldn't see them, but she doesn't even like say like turn around. Can you see like oh my god? Like who are you? And I don't know. It's a weird reaction. <laughs> I think considering the circumstances of this he specific did have situation. A very recent head injury and is probably still on some drugs. So <laughs> I think we give her a little bit of a pass there. Wouldn't that? Uh, I mean, I guess if she was a if she thought about it, she would think like oh maybe this is like because of those things but i don't know but those things make it harder to realize that that's why things are happening okay whatever (laughs) the show made a choice i'm fine with it okay ready for episode two i am ready all right now this this opening scene is like they try to do like a tropey like horror movie scene where like she's in the bathroom and she opens the cabinet and it's supposed to be like you expect to see something behind her when she closes the mirror, right? Yeah, but there isn't. And she expects to see something, too. Like, she's very on edge. Yeah, but that's supposed to be, like, the joke. hmm But eventually, she, like, turns around, and the caveman guy is actually there. And I think he just shouts at her. He's just like, ah! Yeah, he just, like, shouts at her, and then he goes back to the other ghosts, and is like, Oh, she can hear us too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, you, she saw you. How do you know she heard you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they, that was the test for can she hear us? It's good though. They're you know trying to figure out their situation, do a little ghost science or whatever. That wasn't very scientific. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a caveman. He is a caveman, but it seemed like they sent him in there. It's <laughs> true. A lot of these ghosts are not smart. Yeah. Well, they come from times where the educational system was not in their favor. Yeah. I I think the caveman is smarter than the witch lady and the Victorian woman. <laughs> if I had to fair. rank their intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how bad the two <laughs> women are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's still seeing the ghosts. I think it's supposed to be yeah. next day, right? Yeah, probably. The husband, Mike, is still not. He still is not seeing or hearing them. Mm-hmm. And he is just chilling, like he's he's not worried at all. He he thinks she's just got a head injury and is getting on with uh, repairing the house. Yeah, he's eventually going to talk to her, and he's like able to convince her that, like, oh, this must be from the concussion you had. Mm-hmm. So just like ignore it, and it'll it'll get better. Just just wait it out. Yeah, and she agrees, even though, like, literally right behind her husband as he's saying this, like, she can see all of the ghosts still, <laughs> like, just yes. following them around and watching them. They follow them around basically everywhere. Yeah. Like, this is, like, this is a little crazy to me that you would be seeing these ghosts for this amount of time, and they've done nothing to you other than talk to you, like, a little bit of yelling at you, I guess, from the caveman. Mm-hmm. But, like, she does not decide, like, privately by herself <laughs> to, like, engage with these ghosts, which is a little weird to me. You don't think so? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know that a lot of people's first reaction is, I should talk to the ghost. I think the first reaction is, oh, no, ghost, I'm going to run away. This is probably going to be bad. These ghosts, though, are, like, like the one the one ghost, the, um, the Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. He's just like super friendly with her and is like, hey, can I give you a tour of the house? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, but he also like, has an arrow sticking out of his neck. I guess. It's still unsettling. It's, I, it is, but it's it's the way that the show does it. It's like, it's not gross looking. It's just, it's yeah. like comic looking. Like, it literally looks like you 
snapped a bow uh an arrow in half and then glued it both sides to his <laughs> neck like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't look like it's actually piercing him i think it's like going through his like boy scout scarf so you can't even yeah. see the yeah. the penetration through the neck <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know i was like i was thinking this whole time like why isn't she just like giving these ghosts a chance <laughs> they don't seem that bad <laughs> i don't know that's i think i would have uh attempted that earlier than she does yeah, yeah, but again, head injury, and I don't know. It's a lot of they're they're also not very organized half the time. They're just following her around, all talking at her at once, and that can be overwhelming too. They decide to do that because after they hear that she's decided to think that they're from the concussion, and she's like not acknowledging their existence, they decide to like, okay, we're gonna have to ignore annoy her so much that she has to acknowledge us is basically <laughs> there their yeah. uh solution to this problem so they only do they only become annoying when she starts ignoring them so if she had just engaged <laughs> with them they would have been very civilized with her I believe. that's fair yeah basically the ghosts are going to go around and like start like annoy her basically do you have any notes on like how these ghosts are annoying her that you want well, to talk well, about well first of all like the captain is excited about how like she can hear them because she's he's like we can just tell them to leave now we can be very direct none of this haunting nonsense let's get rid of them but pat the boy scout um he's just like wants to be friends and he's like maybe if we're friends we can just you know tell them not to do a hotel and it'll be fine but then our our pantsless politician is like no 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 i'm i'm good at negotiations like I, I'm, my legacy is that I stopped this international crisis back in the day. Like I can handle this, but nobody believes him, and he, he gets annoyed and goes off um, to try and Google himself, which takes most of the episode because it's very hard for him to push buttons. And every time he's about to push enter, Mike comes and takes the laptop away because he needs to YouTube another repair video. <laughs> and he's Googling himself, right? Yes. Like he's obsessed with himself or he just wants to know what the world thinks of him or something like he wants to prove to them that his legacy is that he's this great negotiator and that he you know stopped this crisis back in the day he's the only ghost that is aware of the internet what about the boy scout um well he's from the 80s so i don't think he really gets the internet okay but yeah so they're going around and they're annoying her and she's getting really fed up so she runs to the basement because she knows the husband is still down there trying to fix the boiler and she gets down there and she sees all the basement ghosts for the first time. Oh yeah. She has a rough time with that. She immediately was just like, why are you, there's so many zombies down here. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just fixing the boiler. And in the process, he has like turned some sort of lever or something and basically started a gas leak. So all of the, the downstairs ghosts are like, Red lever, red lever, red lever. And no, like, no. it just becomes overwhelming. Not lever, lever. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't British it. Red lever, red lever. <laughs> That's what they're all chanting. Yeah. And they're like about to leave because she wants to just get out of there. Or I think yeah, she wants, she like, wants go to back go to the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah. Yeah, go back to the hospital. He's like, okay, okay. And he's leaving. And they're all rolling, red lever, red lever. And then she finally like gives in and it kind of acknowledges their existence for the first time. And is like, red lever. She yells it too. And he's like, what? And then he's like, oh, okay. And he goes back to the boiler and he uh, he turns, he it, turns it back. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is like this first part where he's like starting to like maybe believe her because he's like, how did you even know that? Yeah, exactly. Getting interesting here. Oh, but so through the whole thing, like the captain has been singing at her 
um, because she put her ear fingers in her ears and and starts singing. So he just starts singing back. Um, but then he gets distracted by a, a like a war documentary on TV. So this begins his TV obsession because he wants to watch the tanks. Pat's always trying to take her on a tour of the house. Mary just follows her around and says, get out over and over and over again. <laughs> and Fanny criticizes her everywhere. She's just like, a proper lady doesn't do this and a proper lady doesn't do that. And then um, Robin likes to hide and, and he's the caveman. He just goes, boo, like straight up old school ghost stuff. He just boos at her. Yeah, he was like hiding in the pantry and then yeah. she gets scared. And then the next time she opens the pantry and is like, and is like ready for it, but he's not there. And then she opens the fridge and he's in the fridge. And he's like, I don't even get cold. This is fine. <laughs> and then the pantsless politician finally gets his, his uh, Google results back. And it's all about how he died during a sex scandal. And so he's just trying to get her to fix Google. So that way this does not come <laughs> up for his search results anymore. Yeah, does he, like, not understand how Google works, but he understands the internet? Well, he understands, like, early, you know, 90s level internet when it was much smaller and less pervasive and, okay, you know. <laughs> he doesn't understand that she can't fix Google. Yes, okay. yes. And um, what the poet is, like, going around trying to seduce her and tells her to kill herself so they can be together. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kitty just really wants to be her friend. She's just like, I think we have a lot in common. Let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wife wants to leave. And so they go back to the doctors. And she's talking with the doctor. And the doctor is very um, receptive. Yeah, he totally believes her. Totally believes her. And it's like, it seems like your accident has uh, resulted in you being able to see ghosts. That I've seen it before. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and then she's, so she's like really happy that he believes her. <laughs> and then... <laughs> But then she finds out that the reason that he believes her is because he's a dead doctor. <laughs> yes. And then the actual living doctor comes in and he's like, he's like, oh, I'll let you see your living doctor now. <laughs> <See ya." laughs> but this is really the thing that tips her into believing that, like, she's actually seeing ghosts. Because on the way home, she says, well, at home, I see these same faces over and over and over again. But at the hospital, those were different ghosts. Like, I didn't see the same people. So, like, that's not all in my head. That must be mean they're real ghosts. Yeah. And I guess I guess this is, like, what she needed to start accepting the ghosts, yeah. I guess. Even if, like, they were figments of her imagination, I don't know why she still wouldn't engage with them. But <laughs> it's still a little weird to me, but I guess that's what they were going for. But so, like, she accepts that she can see ghosts, but she still doesn't want to go back to the house. She's like, let's just sell this house and find a new, boring house that nobody's ever lived in. And there's no history, so there's no ghosts. But they can't because her husband took out that big dumb loan and they're stuck in this, this house. Yeah, she should just leave this guy. <laughs> well that really wouldn't help her because like it's probably their finances are all tied together or whatever yeah so. that's unlucky yep <laughs> uh yeah so they have to go back to the house so they roll up and all the ghosts are like outside for the first time i think yeah. that we see them they're like in the driveway or they might even be at like the the entryway to the driveway or to the property yeah, it's like when they left, they followed the car to as far as they could go, and they just kind of waited until yeah. they came back, and then we're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, but Allison 
she's had enough when she sees these ghosts again. So she gets in the car and she starts yelling at them and being like, okay, fine. I, you're there. I can see you. You exist. <laughs> and I was like, finally. <laughs> yeah. This is where I wanted to be at the mm-hmm. show. <laughs> and she goes around. And it's like, okay, what will it take for you to stop badgering me all the time? So she goes through them like one by one. And some of them have um, legitimate requests and then others have ridiculous requests. Yeah, the captain wants to watch, he's like, one hour a week of whatever that show was with the tanks. Oh, at some point, the um, the great-grandmother's wall in her room got, like, busted down by the husband. Yeah, because he was drilling a hole, and somehow that ended up being he took down part of the wall, which she was very upset about. But on the other side of the wall was the Victorian woman's room. Yeah, it was Kitty, who's super, like, wants to be friends with everyone and is not the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's being super annoying through the hole in the wall. So she wants that that wall fixed as soon as possible. Yes, and her husband's portrait removed because she hates him. But then the other requests are like the the uh, the Shakespeare guy wants her to like kill herself and marry him. She's like divorce. He's like divorce your husband, kill yourself, and marry me. And she's like, no, no, okay. yeah. <laughs> but Pat was nice. He just wanted to say hello. Yeah. She's like, fine, hello. Yeah, why would you not be friends with the Boy Scout guy? <laughs> He's just a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, and Mary wants her to renounce Satan. And she's like, okay. And then Mary's like, meh, good enough. <laughs> yeah, so she just decides to do whatever they want for her own sanity. Yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, they're like back in the living room area, and she's playing chess with the caveman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the caveman uh, still isn't moving the pieces. But I guess she's but moving she's them for moving her. The pieces for yeah. Him, yeah. And she has gotten all the pieces back on the board. So they can yes. actually use all the pieces <laughs> now. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, starting to get a pretty um, compatible or uh, what's the word? Functional. This house is starting to come yeah. functional again. Yeah, she even she goes back down to the basement and uh, listens to all the ghosts as they instruct her to tell her husband to fix the boiler because... Apparently, they've just been watching the boiler for however many years, and they know exactly how to fix it. And this gets the husband, like, all in. Because yeah. there's no way that she would have known how to fix this boiler without being instructed by somebody. So he mm-hmm. he decides that this is, like, the point where she, she he's just going to be all in on believing her. And just yeah. d- dealing with the reality of the situation. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of just ends on a, a nice little note of, she's found a way to live in this house with all these ghosts. Yes. Nice. Yeah. What'd you think? Did you like it? Um, I thought that this show was okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I think for me, British humor in general doesn't land as often as mm. it should. Okay. I definitely laughed at a few things, but then there's a lot of like reoccurring jokes that either like I didn't think they were funny the first time or they were funny the first time, but then they weren't like, like every time the, uh, the guy that can move stuff has mm-hmm. to move stuff. They really like to like show him really focusing to try to mm-hmm. barely move a small thing. Like, yeah, they, but they like over the course of two episodes, like I get, I kind of just like, I did think it was funny when he was like doing the vase. Cause they set it up to be a funny moment, but when he's mm-hmm. doing it like periodically throughout the whole show, I did like I thought it was like they didn't need to be showing this again. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I can't explain exactly why I don't British humor doesn't land for me. 
but it's something about the delivery of the jokes that I can acknowledge that it is supposed to be a joke, but it does not make me laugh <laughs> in the same okay. way that it would if they had told it maybe a different way. I don't know what it is. That's fair. I did know what the show was about before I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I would say like the trailers for the USA version that I watched were moments of the show where like they've already gotten past these two episodes oh, okay. where the husband and the wife are kind of like are like deep into the situation and it's just like that is the show now mm-hmm. i was expecting more like situations where like i think one of the examples in the commercial was like the husband has been like in the house all day and the wife has been out of the house and he, she like comes back and she's like oh what have you been doing all day and he like comes up with something but all the ghosts are like standing right behind the husband and just telling her exactly what he did all day <laughs> yeah that happens in a later episode of the british okay. one yeah and the american one in this i remember i've seen this commercial so many times i remember it it's just like they're like he ate a oreo off the floor <laughs> and then she's like seriously you ate an oreo off the floor she's like who told you <laughs> And then the, the Boy Scout ghost is like, I call it a Florio. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I was a little like antsy to get past the like, oh, these ghosts are freaking me out thing. Yeah. So I think I think maybe the show gets better, actually, after the first two episodes. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But yeah, can I tell you about the US version of the show? Tell me about it. I'm, I'm nervous. I didn't want to watch it because like I like the british versions of things better like british humor works for me like i like the british version of the office way better than the american version of the office oh, okay even though like the first season is just like a shot for shot remake of the british version it just i don't know the original works better for me yeah so what i would say about the u.s version is it's it's basically the same show <laughs> yeah i figured they were gonna just do a shot for shot remake uh it's not a perfect one-to-one but it's a lot of the same maybe like 80 percent the same but so like the ghosts have to be different though right like you can't yes. have a victorian era whoever i'll tell you the differences okay but in general if you haven't watched either one of these shows and you're interested in watching them one just like know yourself and decide <laughs> am i a british humor person or a u.s humor person and just watch the one that you think is better is probably the way to go Maybe watch both, and it's fun to compare. I'm not sure. <laughs> Here, oh, here's an example. Or do you want to go through the ghost difference? Let's go through the ghost differences first. Yeah, tell me about the different ghosts. Okay. Uh, I don't know who's replacing who exactly, but I'm going to talk about them as if, like, one ghost is replacing another one. There's the same okay. amount of ghosts, I believe. Okay. Um, but instead of a caveman ghost, mm-hmm. there's a Viking ghost. A Viking ghost. And the Viking ghost is pretty good. He's like, he reminds me of Bane from Harley Quinn. (laughs) All right. He's really obsessed with like, like fish (laughs) and cod specifically. He always talking about cod. (laughs) All right. And then instead of the witch woman, there's a Mm -hmm. hippie from like Woodstock. Okay. And I didn't really like that ghost. Both of the ghosts in either version, probably you could just take that ghost out. Unless you like the witch ghost. I do like the witch. You ghost. do like the witch ghost. Okay. I do like her. So far, the hippie ghost in the first two episodes of the U.S. version was my least favorite ghost. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess instead of the Shakespeare guy, they have a Native American. Oh, well, I would have thought that would have been the replacement for the caveman, like the person who originally lived on the land. I guess like the the 
dim-witted humor of the caveman and the Viking made me say that they were uh, okay. the one-to-one. But also all the like personalities of the ghost kind of get jumbled. Mm. So like the the military ghost is supposed to be from like the same time that like Hamilton is. Okay. Revolutionary times, yeah. And he I guess that is the same. He's also the like secretly queer ghost. But since I don't have the Shakespeare ghost to be in love with the wife, the business guy <laughs> with no pants is like younger. Okay. Even younger looking mm-hmm. than in the British version. And he's like in love with the uh, okay. The wife instead. So there's changed stuff like that. The Victorian era woman is definitely not as dumb in the US version. <laughs> okay. She's just like, um, she's like kind of obsessed with herself. She might have been like an opera singer of some sort. And then she's very obsessed with like, she wants to find out who killed her, even though they're just like, you died from a heart attack. <laughs> but she thinks like there was some great conspiracy to kill her that she wants the wife to look into so there's like weird quirky differences like that but it's mostly the same okay and a little little differences that like instead instead of like having the one ghost like push the woman out the window which is like a very like serious thing to do in a comedy yeah i would say like kind of dark the accident that happens in the u.s version is like the woman or the guy that can move stuff which is the same character, same ghost. After he fails to move the vase, he's like determined to move it on his own for like the rest of the day. And okay. eventually he does knock it over and he like celebrates. And then like later the wife comes like storming by and she slips on the vase and falls downstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he doesn't actually intentionally try to kill her, <laughs> but he, it is the same concept, but mm-hmm. it's like a little bit of difference. I think like it's, it's more lighthearted in the U S version. Yeah, that, to that, be like they didn't scary. actually try to kill her, you know. <laughs> but did they talk about killing them briefly? They did like same scene where they briefly mention it, but they're okay. like immediately, "How are we going to kill him? We can't do anything." <laughs> and I want to say the pace is like a little bit faster. They they hit on all the same topics, but the U.S. version is also like the standard like twenty two minute minutes because mm. it has to be on CBS with commercials. Right. So they hit on everything that the BBC version does, but it's like seven minutes shorter. Yeah. So there isn't as much downtime in the show. So I also just like the pace better. So overall, I personally like the US version better is what I would say. But yeah, know yourself if you want to watch the show. Have to give it a go and see. Yeah, I think you would like the US version too. Is it still on? Are they making more seasons of it? Oh, yeah. So um, I believe it's not over. I'm not sure. But it's... It's free on Paramount Plus, so. And there's just like one season of it right now. One season, eighteen episodes. <laughs> Dang. So as so many episodes in season yeah, one yeah. as the entire BBC. <laughs> but it's only like twenty-two minutes per episode. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out and report back. I watched the U.S. version with my wife, but not the BBC. Mm. I will. I think me and my wife will continue to watch the U.S. version. <laughs> All right. I might give the British version a couple more episodes just to see how it is once they've gotten to the point where they acknowledge the ghosts. Yeah. But it's a little weird to be watching both these shows. <laughs> <laughs> like in the span of like 24 hours, I watch both versions of the show. So. Yeah. 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 Might want to put a little space in between that. Yeah. Oh man. There's a D and D episode in the uh, American version. Is there a D and D episode oh, in the British version? There's not a D and D version. Oh my God. 
Now, now you have my attention. I'll be checking that out probably. You just have to get to episode eight. You'll get the D and D episode. Okay. And the husband is gonna, looks like he's the dungeon master in this in this How, uh, photo. <laughs> how's he gonna DM for for all of the ghosts? I know that sounds spicy. All right, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm easy. You, you put D and D in something, I'm probably gonna watch it. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I have to say about ghosts. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, I think that that sums it up. I mean, I really like the British version. I've watched all of it. And if they come out with more, I'm going to keep watching it. But now it sounds like I got to watch the American version for this D&D episode. You'll like it. You'll like it. I think you'll watch the whole thing if you watch it. Okay. Unless it's too samesy. Well, it's been long enough since I've seen the rest of the British. So, so maybe it's fine. Yeah. That's that's the best way to do it. Watch one. <laughs> Wait a couple of years. Watch the next one. <laughs> really the way it was intended. Because mm, the US yeah. version came out two years after. Okay. So. Do you want to move on to talking about... Yeah, next I was going to ask you, what are we going to watch next time? Oh, wait, hold up. I got to, hold on, let me check my Duolingo real fast. Oh, we've I want to see if it's official. Oh, I have a big zero next to my daily oh, streak. Oh, it's so leg legendary. I am free at last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you have notifications turned off? Because if not, no, I can delete the app. I can delete the app right now. I don't even need it anymore. Oh, Get it out true. of here. Oh, oh wait, I can repair my streak for 500 coins. Oh, how many coins do you have? I have 20,000. That's a lot of coins. <laughs> I've never used them. <laughs> nah, I won't repair the streak. I'm going to delete the app right now. Here it is. Okay. I'm free app. of Duolingo until I want <laughs> to be once again involved. Feels good. Nice. <laughs> Enjoy that freedom. Uh, okay. Are you ready for next time, Sarah? I am. Now that right. you've been released of this burden. You have the burden of picking what we're going to watch next time. Yes. Oh, before I talk about what we're going to watch next time. <laughs> uh-huh. I wanted to have open the discussion again. Oh. About how would we podcast about a movie oh, on this podcast? Sounds like you have a movie in mind. I do have movies that I know you haven't watched that mm -hmm. I would want you to watch. Okay. But I was like, I was like looking at my list of TV shows and it's a little like anime heavy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's not like a well that I want to go back to too often. Mm -hmm. it's a, I do want to go back to it and get you to watch another one at some point. Okay. I'm about to blow your mind though. There's a potential that I was going to recommend anime. Oh, are you going to save the name of that? I haven't seen it yet. But so there's this dumb game I play on my phone where it's a card game, but it's also like a dating sim and you're a transfer yeah. student to hell and you have like seven demon boyfriends or whatever. Um, so there's an anime that goes with this that they made after they made this game and I might watch it. And if I watch it, I'll probably make you watch it just for funsies. Are you going to give me the name of this right now? It's called Obey Me. Obey me, one master to rule them all. <laughs> yes. I'm low-key a little embarrassed about playing this game, but it's actually really good. It looks like, like uh, <laughs> some sort of like weird like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh crossover. I mean, you do have to catch all the demon boyfriends. That's true. Are they also playing cards? I mean, there is a card element in the game, but I, I mean, I haven't watched the show yet. I, I think it's just like there's a storyline that you play this card mini game in between. 
I thought these kids are guys were playing cards in this picture, but I think they're just books on the table. Oh, okay. Solid, maybe. Anyway, so there was a potential that I was going to bring up an anime, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, you're going to troll me with this and like be like, I don't actually like this, but let's watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll like it. Who knows? <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. My interest has been peaked. If though. you like it, we're watching it. <laughs> I'm going to watch this and I'm going to interrogate you on why the hell did you like this anime and not others? <laughs> the answer will probably be because I played this game and I'm just attached to this storyline, whatever. Your reasons for not liking things about anime just kind of baffle me. That's fair. <laughs> when we think about like other things that we both like. But, um, but yeah, what was I going to talk about? How we're going to talk about movies. Oh, how we're we going to talk about movies. And you didn't want to do too much anime. This is the new idea that I came up with. Uh-huh. This is my best idea right now. What if we okay. just watch, like, the first X amount of minutes of a movie? I don't know how many minutes that would be. Or maybe it would be depending on the movie. Like, whoever wants the other person to watch the movie has to, like, watch it and come up with a point where they can stop if they don't want to keep going. And then it's just, um, but what, what if I like the movie? Do I get to keep watching it or do I have to wait until after the podcast and then I can go back? No, you can finish the movie. The movie <laughs> and then like, I did a pretty good job today of not indicating whether or not how much I like the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we're basically going to like recap like the first 30 minutes or something like that. Okay. And then you can attempt to hide <laughs> whether or not you <laughs> kept watching <laughs> after the 30 minutes. But if I did keep watching and I liked it and wanted to talk about it, could we talk about the rest of the movie then? Or are we um, just sticking to not spoiling anything past the first however many minutes? We could. We could do like um, recap the first 30 minutes, only talk about 30 minutes, and then reveal whether or not you liked the movie or if you watched the whole thing. And then do our normal like next time and closing stuff and then like after the closing song we could have a spoiler section on the rest of the movie not recapping the rest of the movie but talking about the whole movie yeah. or whatever whatever we want to talk about about it okay is that crazy approach um maybe but maybe so crazy it just might work i don't know <laughs> it's like kind of in line with what this podcast is supposed to be where it's like we're only talking about the beginning yeah of shows yeah 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 we're definitely not doing a podcast where we recap an entire movie. Oh, no, no, no. But we could talk about a whole movie without, like, recapping all the bits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just talking about the interesting points. Yeah. Yeah. We'll ponder it some more. Unless you have a movie for this week. <laughs> I could have a movie this week, but I'm not picking one. Okay. For next week, I've decided to pick the TV series Money Heist. Ooh which is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's a Spanish crime drama. An unusual group of robbers attempt to carry out the most perfect robbery in Spanish history, stealing 2.4 billion euros from the Royal Mint of Spain. That sounds like a lot. Oh, it's intense. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but, the, but the show is mostly from the perspective of the robbers, which okay. gives it a twist that I like. Because I've mentioned it before on this show that I don't often watch pure drama content. Mm -hmm. And this definitely is pure drama content. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's an indicator that if I liked this, it probably means it's pretty good. And in fact, I mean, I know this is like a very popular Netflix show. Oh, yeah. I've definitely like heard about it and saw that it's like people really like it. Just never got around to watching it. If you search this like money heist on Netflix, 
there's like four different things that will come up and one of them is the actual show which is has five seasons they call them parts but then there's a korean version of this show oh. as well but the korean version is only six episodes right now so i don't know what the deal is with the korean version and then they have like a behind the scenes of money heist the making of money heist there's like two different things about that so the show is popular enough that they have a behind the scenes of it so yeah they, yeah. yeah so it's pretty popular but sarah has not seen it so yeah we're gonna talk about it so just episode one um i don't want to commit to that <laughs> well you're gonna need to tell me what i have to watch eventually i will tell you yeah 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 most likely just episode one because i believe let me go back actually episode one is 48 minutes Episode two is 42 minutes. I think you'll get the vibe of the show, just episode one. That's my prediction, but I haven't mm. rewatched it yet to know if it, that's going to be enough. But yeah, Money Heist. Cool. Looking forward to it. All righty. That's all I got, sir. All right. Where can people contact us if they want to get in touch and give us feedback? Any feedback? <laughs> if you want to tell us how we should go about talking about movies. Or if you just want to tell us we've been doing a good job, or if you have a recommendation for anything or any thoughts and feelings, you can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail. That's keepwatchingpod. You can tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, Instagram at keepwatchingpod, and YouTube. You can leave a comment at keepwatchingpod. And if you've been in enjoying this, you can... Uh, Leave us a rating or review on uh, Apple Podcasts, or I think Spotify also has reviews that would uh, theoretically help people find the podcast. That's that's what I hear anyway. So yeah, we'd love to see what you got to say. Yeah, if anybody gets in touch with us and tells us how they would like to hear us talk about movies, that'll probably be the way we talk about movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you'll probably be the only one to yeah. give us feedback. Yeah. Unless it's ridiculous and it would be way too much effort on our part um that's true we're gonna be reasonable about it but yeah you have only a reasonable amount of power over us at this point <laughs> yeah. but yeah so uh get in touch we'd, we'd love to hear what you gotta say talk about it on the podcast yeah all right thanks for listening everybody bye bye well that has to go in there somewhere